A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. Christianity provides a comprehensive view of the world. Christianity is a worldview. Worldviews are the grids. They are the lenses through which we frame all of reality. Hi guys! Welcome to episode one of the Black Maria podcast. Hey! Yo. Hey! Too? Yo, 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 yo. Hey! How's everyone been? Yeah, we're good, we're good. What are you saying? I'm not too bad. How's everyone's uh, period off been since we last did this, which was mid-July? Right, boy. Um, we didn't introduce <laughs> ourselves on nothing. <laughs> 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 okay, it's Mary. Hey, I'm Richard. And it's Israel. Yeah, with season one, or well, season two, episode season two. one. Yeah, season yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Season two. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the first season. Yes, Thank you for um, all the support on the blackberry.com launch, um, mm. all the articles, all the videos we've dropped. I uh, really appreciate all of that. Mm, yeah, um, it's definitely so yeah. encouraging. How you guys been, though? Good. Not dead or in jail, so I'm thankful. I'm so done. Yeah, I'm I'm alive and well. I'm kicking. I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm free. How can you say you're free? Yo. That's too funny. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Before um, we crack on. Yeah, like we're talking about Diane Abbott and the and the usage of the N word. Okay. Um, yes, we are. It's been interesting. I feel like the N word controversy has gone back up again where everyone's talking about it writing about it engaging about it and i think yeah. it's something that we need to talk about yeah an awful lot of whiplash arose out of that event and, yeah uh, and yeah like you said a lot of conversations sparked um, yeah yeah it is what it is um, okay so for what, those what who we, what, we, what, we, what, we, what we going into please for those who don't know um there's been a lot of controversy around the n-word there's been um mps this year who, who said the n-word there's been the issue with Diane Abbott, who was attacked. Or just racist idioms as well yeah. have, have come up um, a few times. You've had Piers Morgan write about it recently, talking about anyone can use the N-word. If Kanye West is, is saying the N-word in his music, then white girls can say it as well. Um, and there's been a lot of kind of flack around the N-word. Mm. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think about the N-word? So, like, who should use it? Can non-black people say it? Can black people say it? Um, yeah, so just... I think... I think I think what we have to begin with is just distinguish between there's two questions there. Can black people say it is a very different question to can white people say it? Um, because there's just a large, there's a, there's a ton of, there's a backlog. There's a ton of historical significance attached mm, to mm. the word itself. So for example, we might, we might, when we're talking about can white people say the word we're saying, can people who have, um, communal as, as a community who have corporately been held responsible for uh, the dehumanization of a people for um for slavery for like do you know what i mean like for for all these different kind of things can they use the word is very different to can black people take a word that was once used to oppress them and try and now use it as a term for like like for, for friendship or for as a familial kind of term or for like some sort of like as part of you know my brother or my sister kind of thing like like they're just two different questions altogether and i think it would be irresponsible of us to assume that because um it's fine for black people to recapture that word it's then automatically fine for white people to then use the word that they used what they once used to enslave a people 
Yeah, well, Ezra, what do you think? I think there's a lot of like argument about double standards. So if black people can partake in the word, why can't white people partake in the word? Um, especially if their intent isn't one to insult or um, be racist. Yeah, I, I, I think it, it goes, the whole issue hints at a, a larger problem that occurs w- w- in the divide between whites and blacks in terms of um, white European American culture has this very individualistic mm. idea around it. Um, whereas black culture tends to have a more communal and corporate. View. Yeah. yeah. So when a black, when a white person says the N word in a non offensive, non I'm, I'm saying, I'm using, he's using quotations. Yeah, I hope you see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> see it. Um, <laughs> they say, Oh, but I don't mean it in that way. I'm just using it like the culture, you know. I heard it in a song. And stuff like that. The white person sees it as a very individualistic, it's just me and all my virtue partaking in the usage right now. Whereas the black corporate mindset is thinking, well, no, you're participating in a larger scheme, which is problematic. And so I think you're not going to really understand why black people have issues with white people saying the N-word until you start to think, view that issue through the lens of this corporate mindset that if it's this person's partaking in this wider um oppressive sort of Hmm. um narrative then it's easy to see why you mr nice guy in a nice suburb um you know in zone five of london Hey, there's black people in zone five (laughs) i'm just saying you know but it's, it's problematic because you may not feel part of it. That doesn't mean that you aren't part of it. Um, mm. And I think that's that mindset needs to change. And I think that will help um, advance the conversation. And to this is basically just now. This is me basically speaking to a white person who's trying to figure out why. <laughs> why like is it problem. stressful? Why is my soul itching when you're even beginning this conversation? Yeah. The reason my soul is itching <laughs> is because <laughs> you've missed the large corporate yeah, guilt yeah, yeah. of. Of, of of the Caucasian man and woman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that just has to be addressed. Uh, slavery was a global issue. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, but I think the issue is is that over time, obviously, the usage of the N-word has moved from something... By who's moved it, though? Black people, I can and argue. Sent, and sent, and sent, exactly. So black people have tried to recapture a term that was once used to dehumanize them yeah. and to make it a sign of strength or, or family or whatever you might say. Mm. By the way, that happens with Israel's there huffing. That happened with, <laughs> that happened with, that happened with the Cairo term as well, right? With um, the Cairo oh. sign. The Cairo sign was used to pierce Christians during which emperor? You know what? I'll give it to you. That's slightly good, but I'm still Hey, thank you. Me. Hey, you tapped me. So that was, who, who was it under, by the way, that, um, that did that? Constantine. Yeah. Constantine. So Const- under Constantine, they used uh, Cairo, the first, uh, the Greek letters for, um, the first two Greek letters for the word Christ. And they essentially used to engrave it into Christian skins. Oh, as no, a, sorry. Constantine redeemed it. But Con- oh, see, in, see, sorry, see this so you? See Roman, this you? He Roman emperors. Roman emperors used Nero. the XP. Yeah, yeah. It was Nero, wasn't Nero, it? Yeah, Nero. Oh, he tried to mislead me. So, <laughs> so, so, so Nero used to stamp it into the Christians yeah. um, and mark it in their skin right. with, with like hot iron rods or whatever it might have been. You then have the Christians later, the persecuted Christians at a later date, using that as a as right. a symbol for ceremony. So you now see people with the Cairo tattoo, for example, even as a as a as a means to try and as a, as a as a as a strength symbol yeah. almost for for Christianity. And I'm not saying so. I'm not necessarily. By the way, this is not me necessarily trying to say that 
it's right for black people to use the term. Yeah. But what I am saying is that this is a very different discussion to whether white people can use the term. Because okay. we're, we're addressing two completely different things. And I don't want us to mish and mash that or, yeah. or merge them together. Because the point I was making is the fact that it's moved from a racial slur to a form of endearment. And a lot of that has been through hip hop music. Endearment no, no, between. Between, no. Because in hip hop music, for example, my, the mass my, consumer, my, the mass consumer my, of hip hop music is white people. So they go to these concerts and these black people no. are continuously using the N word. And the in way. that context, they're not speaking in a matter that's 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 to offend or to insult. So if mm-hmm. a white person at that time is, is rapping, for example, the words of Kanye West Gold Digger, <laughs> they may say the N word. And that you better believe yourself. No, and the intent is not to insult or offend. So in that context, intent. why is it wrong for a white Mary, person to use the Mary, N-word? Intent, by the way, in and of itself is not the um true not define what is good true. and what is bad and what is bad. True. So what Even you're saying the court that it of law will, will will not hold intent as um the be all and end all. Um it is a factor but it's not conclusive. Yeah. So we can't just, you know, reduce it to intent and say, well he didn't mean it. So Um but I just don't understand like I get what Pierce Morgan was saying in his article, the fact that if black people are using the word and these white people are not using it to insult they're not using it of course you've seen sometimes historically even recently please, where please Mary, where black Mary, <laughs> wait let me I finish just say, let me address this question let's just remember it's two separate questions we must first understand what is the issue with white people using this word by the way pierce morgan has lived in a he's lived his life in white privilege right mm-hmm. luxury these guys, I'm not trying to be funny. It's like, I have, a, I have a friend who was sitting down discussing with me. He was telling me, oh yeah, on the big question or whatever it's called, one of these sh- game shows, they had the question, can black people be racist? That came up. The obvious answer is no, right? This the is obvious a discussion and, and for let, another and, day. And, and let me just wow. throw it out there podcast. as to why. Because wow. racism in and of itself has systemic institutional properties. Racism in its pure definition talks about going from a position of power to oppress a people in a low in, in who are weaker, and then for you to say that people who are oppressed have are, are in a position to oppress the oppressor is just ludicrous. I get what I'm, you mean in that I'm, context. I'm not trying, but I'm black people can be racist. No, black people can I'm be racist. Funny. In, in a sense, in a sense <laughs> that we can find ourselves in positions whereby we're above people. Do you know what I mean? Whereby yes. we're above people or whatever. By all means, I'm not trying to deny that in in, in that sense, in, okay. in that narrow kind of caveated sense, black people can be racist. But I'm saying in a general sense, do you know what I mean? In a communal sense. This is what I essentially see. Richard is speaking from a corporate perspective. Okay. Mary's With consistency a, and coherency. Yes. The question and the is, thing which is, one is I, legitimate? And what they have to recognize Both. now is that you're... No, no, no please. <laughs> Both. By the way, the scriptures... Anyway, we're talking about the N-word. The scriptures, yes. And the scriptures, when they speak about responsibility... You better know that it's speaking corporately. Okay. In Adam all die. Mm-hmm. That was corporate. Yeah. In um in Christ, we're all redeemed. Again, that's corporate. By the way, when the church has Didn't done I make my decision to be Christian. <laughs> and it, yeah, and it flows but, down but, to the individual even, as well. Yeah, yeah, it flows down to the individual, but the individual also has to recognize then that their lifestyle, everything about their lives is built up upon a narrative of human history. Your family you're you're living in a way that you can live because your ancestors did what they did and because their ancestors did what they did, etc. etc. That's why you're in the position that you're in. For example, 
I'm I'm born in the UK because my parents emigrated from Nigeria. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's because their parents get put, put gave them a particular lifestyle that allowed them to get British passports. Mm-hmm. And that's because they're do you know what I mean? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Yes, I get you. So whenever we're talking about and white people have essentially prospered in a particular way because they had slave they were their parents were and their grandparents were and whatever were people who essentially just owned slaves and those kind of things not everybody mind you but generally as a community they prospered off another pe- off another people's persecution yeah and and that's what we can't do away with so when you now come into a even as a christian by the way i love my brethren but even as a christian when you come into this discussion as somebody who recognizes okay i'm white by the way i'm not white but yeah I'm, I'm, we I'm, know. I'm not talking but when but somebody who comes into conversation and says okay i'm white can I use the word? Instantly, I'm thinking, in order to not cause offense, let me at least think about the kind of, the sensitivity of the word and how it's arisen and what my people corporately have done to bring about the rising of that word. I agree. So when we jump into, for example, now let's even like, let me, let's flip it. Let's move it away from blacks and whites. Let's think about the Germans and the Holocaust. If the Germans had a particular word that they that they levied upon the Jews, at the same times when they were leading them into the concentration camps and doing all these kind of things and putting them to and putting them through slavery and doing all these kind of things to them if the jews then decided eventually to try and recapture that word should the germans as a people group have a say about whether they can or cannot use the word as well yeah do you know what i mean all of a sudden i'm not, i don't want it to just because it's not an issue about race in and of itself but for this particular it's about the history and the context of the okay. word and how it's arisen. i agree with you can black people use the word Okay, now that's a different question. I won't lie, it's a bit sticky. <laughs> Israel, can black people use um, the word? Because I'm, I feel like this discussion has shaken me. and I, I literally uh, do not know where I stand. So can black people use the N-word? I think um, in, in principle, yes. Um, however, I would say I think it's time we leave it. Why? Mm. Um, because... Okay. I think part of I'm just capturing my breath and, after and, that and sermon. Actually, and, I, and I actually, <laughs> and I actually think it comes part of from it. My answer is part and parcel going to draw from the illustration that Richard gave with the Cairo and the Christian Church. I think the redemption of a word or a image has to be actually redemptive for it to to work out. Hmm. So it wasn't Cairo for Cairo's sake. The Cairo and the Christian illustration was this is an image of us moving from suffering to victory. So it develops a symbolism that was unique and quite distinct and clear in its purpose. So every Christian understood why we have this symbol. One is to remind us hmm. that we used to be a people that suffered. Okay, and yeah. now it reminds us that we are people who are, who are victors. And it also reminds us of a coming victory of the, of, of Jesus Christ, who is King. It has a very specific purpose okay. as a symbol. And I don't it? think the N-word has that for the Are black. you sure? I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm it's joking, very, I'm joking. Like, it's you. a very, very, very casual word. If we do use it as black people, it's very casual. It's not that Even, we're trying to use it as a means yeah, of redeeming our... our, our I think some people would argue that they have. So they've so so it used to reinforce white supremacy. It used to re- reinforce a racial rhetoric. Oh, okay, and now black people have captured it for themselves in a way where white people can't involve themselves in subjugating these black people. But our line, here's, here's, here's the thing. That's what it's they so, would so, probably on, suggest. Is it possible, would it be possible, Izzy, for black people to use the word in such a way as to try and reclaim their humanity? And would that be and would that be redemptive? And would that be redemptive? It's it's possible because meaning can be ascribed to any word and, and vocabulary changes all the time. Okay. But for me, I would want to see 
the n-word you use the same word this use the same way um certain black folk are trying to use the word king and queen so there's the whole there's this minority movement that's saying you know we're going to call each other kings we're going to call each other queens you would love to see the word n used like that like as in if you're going to argue we're redeeming the n-word then use it yeah. like that i want to see it used like that so you don't Where think it is clear concise and easy to oh, understand the word that says this is showing a very distinct <coughs> purpose yeah i see the what same you're saying. way when i when i say my king or, or hey queen i'm trying to communicate mm. something clear that cannot be misunderstood Mm. that's meant to actually heighten your feeling and take you to a place that ordinarily you would not be in so you don't so you don't want it to, i don't, you don't see want, that you don't happen want it, when i say the n-word so you don't want it to be like my so the way that people use my brother then you don't want it you yeah, don't want it it's it's, it's casual <laughs> yeah i hear you aspect feels a bit yeah and i think what um i remember someone i was reading today is the person was saying that First, first of all, he was basically suggesting if we want white people to stop saying the word, we should stop saying the word. And it also, he was saying that. Oh, my taste. Wait, wait. Sorry, the person was black, by the way. The person was black, so come I'm on. I'm still stressed. Wait, wait. Calm down. Wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. But he was um, suggesting that the way that we casually, the way we casually you say, the way we casually say the N word makes people forget about the historic ramifications of now, the word. I hear that. So, for example, it's 2017 now. Yeah. You've got these millennials. Let's start from 15, 16, saying the N word mm. so casually, and they've that. actually forgotten about the historic kind of implications of the word that, that's problematic follows from what i said and okay so now and i think the the catalyst for the cavalier usage of the word has been largely we have to largely ascribe that to just music and 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 just you know the general usage of the culture. a lot of black culture yeah, yeah, basically black culture, much yeah really funny. The, <laughs> the er not the a no the a not the er okay explain okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. i saw that and oh my days sorry anyway i'm not gonna bring up that example but okay there was a teacher in america or white this is the teacher. example you weren't gonna bring up yeah yeah was this was the example i was gonna bring up <laughs> i was gonna bring up but you know I, was, I wasn't gonna bring up how i found out about it but i'm, I'm not okay. and i'm not going to but anyway <laughs> it was a teacher in america white teacher who used it i think i've heard yeah this yeah i think yeah, i said yeah. i said this in one of our groups he used it and essentially he said he argued that he was using the one ending with a oh rather than er he said no i thought this is the way he said i thought i've been studying the kids he said this is the way <laughs> obviously you got banned suspended okay so yeah so he, black, he can black water, people use the word are you guys using the word i don't actually let's it. not say you guys because you guys are trying to yeah mean, i don't i don't mind saying that i don't i don't think there's anything why don't you use the n-word why don't you use the n-word because first of all i don't like i don't think it's um wise broadly speaking in terms of it causes more problems Mm -hmm. than it does offer solutions and i think like i said before part of the reason that's the case is because there isn't really this clear redemptive as at least i don't see a truly redemptive does it always attempt. have to be redemptive though can it is there not a freedom of course i'm bringing i'm involving oh, wait that's wait a question by the way i think that's a good question um because you, you're almost yeah. saying that the only way we can rightfully use the n-word or actually safely use the n-word rather but is if, if it's redemptive in a, in a non-demeaning safe. way yeah that mind, bear in mind, the word it. isn't a normal word as in it's not what do you mean kitchen. It's not kitchen. And I don't have to think, oh, am I using it redemptively? Yeah. Do I mean like the future kitchen that is to come? Yeah. I don't have to think about it. I'm so I'm so rattled. Because it's the word kitchen is very my philosophical self is saying this is wrong, but I'm gonna say (laughs) it's very neutral. Okay. I get what you mean. I know what you mean in that context. In the sense that God has made it and you can use that and it's not in in his and in history there isn't a 
moral tie to that word. Okay. Negatively or positively. It's okay. just a place. The N-word doesn't have that. It has, by, def- by history, it already has been ascribed a negative connotation. Now, you to move it from negative to neutral, for me, seems a bit like, Oh, okay. Why? Okay. Okay. Is it that imp- like as in is the word really that fundamental? They want to move it to from negative to okay. I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna if I was gonna move it at all, it's... I would move it from negative to, to positive. positive. Okay. Mm. I hear. Okay, I hear you, Izzy. All I'm saying is the only reason I don't use it at the very least much. Okay. You know, as I was yeah, to say, um, <laughs> I, no, I, I ain't no, gonna. I, I, no, I don't think. I don't think I use. I don't. The thing is, I'm trying to think. Okay. Like, too, okay. I don't, I don't. I don't think I really use the term. Continue. Like continue. Have, possibly in jest. Continue. But either way, um, and that's again against. That's exactly what Israel's complained about. Yeah. But I think the main reason why I try not to use the word is purely out of prudence. Uh, yeah. For the sake of prudence. True. Um, I know that some people find it offensive. Yeah. Um, and I recognize the connotations. Do you know, I'm not gonna lie. Every time I watch something like Roots, for example, mm-hmm. bruv, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling, mm-hmm. I'm feeling mm-hmm. it. Every time yeah. we went to, I went to watch, uh, I watched Detroit, you know, and to see the usage of the term in Detroit, and to see, you know, like all, yeah. all of a sudden, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I felt sorry for the actor because I was like, you know, what? yeah, I can't clap, you. I can't clap you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, as much as you might have done a good job, you know, I'm, 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 I'm I was burning. Do you know what I mean? Same with like, a theatre show when I watch Motown. Like to see those kind of terms used like by white people was very, very, very infuriating. And to recognise that, do you know what? Black people are actually sensitive to the term. In the story of OJ, at one point, he, um, Christo- what was the name of the um, uh, the guy? I can't remember. But he essentially, when he was giving his speech, he was essentially saying, you know, you can't, you can't use the, t- like if you, let's ban this term from the court. Yeah. Because if they use the term, you know, it will turn our people into barbarians and they won't listen yeah obviously he was wrong for saying that but don't get me but you get the idea he was essentially saying it's an infuriating term um and so obviously i recognize because of that i wouldn't want to use it for prudent and for prudence sake and i generally would try not to make light of the term but that said is the word intrinsically wrong for someone to use it i don't necessarily think so and they may Unless. be specific contexts. So I think and context is. I think context <laughs> is. Whoa, <laughs> I think context is, is 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 really important. For example, you could call someone that girl, that fat girl, yeah, and you might think, oh, you're so offensive. But they may be a friendship where that's banter. He's like, yeah, you fat girl, and that's just <laughs> your, that's just your that's just your relationship. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's just your relationship. <laughs> Does it have that? Fat what do you mean? What do you, no, you call someone not, fat, and they might they might swing you. History. Fat but for the majority of culture, especially in our modern post-industrial age, is a very okay. But you know, okay. but you know what I mean. Fine, fine. But what they use the term ugly? Because okay. mm, this is what I'm saying. What bougie. I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that you know that every term you're gonna figure. But how many even have okay, died okay, okay. Wicked. How many people have died because wicked? Of no, is wicked no, got no. Connoti- as wicked oh. got as wicked got eth- um, ethical connotations attached to it or bad? Because you know all of these words we on, use. Oh, that's on, wicked. First Not me. No, no, that's wicked. But all, is that, that's bad. First of all, we're talking about our particular. Culture. You're mad. The word wicked would mad. be a dangerous word to use in certain parts of Africa. That is for sure. Yeah. And I would advise against context it for and sure. culture. That's matter. the thing. Because so, wicked. But I am assuming a Western. Wicked back in the day used to be a good when word. We talk about the terms we're using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I hear you. Yes. Yeah. So, so I hear you. Don't worry. Don't get stressed. I hear you. I wouldn't go to my home village in Nigeria and be like, London is wicked. Okay. But hold on, that, I'm sure that, I'm sure they understand you though. Nah, they probably wouldn't. They will hear something business. very different to what I meant. <laughs> okay. Oh, they, they would think that is actually. But okay, okay yeah. Israel, is but there is there Christian liberty? And obviously I like these two words, Christian liberty. <laughs> but is there liberty for a 
a Christian, and if Richard would posit a black Christian to use the N-word in certain contexts, wanting to win and honor his brother and serve his brother. I think there is, but Christian liberty isn't abstracted from wisdom. True. Nor is it a rock for unrighteousness. True. But let's say both things are considered. So wisdom and the desire to be righteous. Yeah, Could a Christian use the N word? I think it's possible. In, yeah, in, yes. <laughs> obviously, obviously, we've obviously just given principles as to why we think there's issues, but mm-hmm. if someone obviously goes against that, I mean, like uses it and in light of those things, obviously we'll definitely, do you know what I mean? We'll definitely have no, I couldn't have a complaint about that. But that said, um, when all is said and done, you know, it's, I, I just think for prudence sake, uh, you know, don't give off the appearance of evil, yeah. and I think, and I think that those kind of ter- those kind of things ring in my ear when it comes to it. So, I, you know, I'm, I encourage a lot of my friends not to use it. But yeah. that being said, I recognize that there's, you know, that there's yeah. different, there's different mindsets. But it's, the word it's crazy because obviously this but word has. I think your mindset should be very um, monolithic, monotonous. What's the what's the word? Think there should be one. Sh- there should be one strain. One one thought process. Uniform. Uniform. Oh, I'm, uniform a ma- I'm a mathematician yeah. as well. There should be one. There should be a very uniform. Uniform is really just a straight line. Yeah, but there, there should be oh. unity. One. Yeah, um, <laughs> just yeah, say one your word, brother. But yeah, we're tracking. There should be one consistent thought when it comes to my Caucasian brothers and sisters using this word. Don't. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think I think I think we just have to be very I think we just have to be very clear there. Don't like if a yeah. black person can sit down and say out of I wisdom to, as well. Out of, I need that to one's prudent. just wisdom, prudence. Do you know what I'm saying? If I'm sitting love. here trying to say out of prudence sake, I'm gonna consider trying to refrain from using the word. You sure you better sure know <laughs> you should have used the word. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You and that might be right for some black Christians it. as well. No, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Cool. I enjoyed the discussion. Thank you, guys. Bit heated, but you know, <laughs> you know, Israel, Israel was Israel was trying to hold me down at something. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, guys, tell us your thoughts. Um, can you use the N word? Just you know, your Christian framework. Why? Why not? Um, mm. Tweet us, Facebook, all the things that you do. Um, this is a really good segue to our social media promotion, which I'm gonna let Richard do. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, first and foremost, we just want to say thank you so much for all the feedback, uh, for the support um, regarding the website, the videos, the articles, um, and just continually being uh, like following us, listening to us, subscribing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, It means a lot to us. Uh, We've taken on board your feedback. We hope to employ it as we go forward. Um, but continue to send us articles, uh, continue to, uh, by the way, we're actually doing something, we're doing a, a Bible giveaway, uh, make sure we're giving away ESV Bibles, hardcovers, MacArthur Study Bibles, uh, all you have to do is reshare our post on Twitter, on Instagram or Facebook, um, and just, it should have a hashtag in it, BB Students. Uh, that's for students we're also going to do a general giveaway where we give away another 12 uh, ESV study bibles Uh, all of this is courtesy of grace to you Uh, shout out to grace to you grace to you Um, uh, grace to you Europe so shout out to them for that Um, am I missing anything guys Uh, sign up to the mailing list which is sign up to our mailing list I think it's tinyshare.com forward slash blackberry or tinyurl.com forward slash blackberry one of them two you know (laughs) sign up go on our Facebook page or on our website you can sign up quite easily as well um and yeah i think that's about everything yeah so. i believe so um thank you for listening so what are we doing for what's our next discussion our next discussion is oh so okay just to just to give a bit of a backdrop we're going to be speaking about adultery right okay um the backdrop for this uh, has arisen out of the recent kevin hart controversy okay so recently kevin hart has been you know has been caught in caught up in a lot of scandal um and somebody has tried to um 
extort him for money it yeah. seems uh by releasing a video of him doing things with a woman that he allegedly claimed previously uh, it hadn't happened and was laughing off, et cetera, et cetera. But it seems to have caught up with him. So Kevin Hart released a short Instagram video just explaining and apologizing, you know, explaining in very vague terms, but apologizing to his wife and his kids and just saying he's not going to allow somebody to, he'd rather fess up than allow someone to um, extort him, essentially. Um, so on that note, yeah, like... What are your guys' thoughts? Um, what do you oh, think? Yeah, we what were sent th- an article as well about why married men cheat. And- yeah, so we were sent an article um, about why married men cheat and, and and that kind of stuff and, and then, you know, what they really desire and, and, yeah. and how it's innate within them and those kind of things. Mm. And that's kind of a, that's kind of, that's what essentially got us to think about the topic. Um, a, few, a few of us were already speaking about it. Um, so yeah, like, what are your guys' thoughts, really? Just in just in general about the whole controversy, yeah. And then we can branch off from there. Really. I think the controversy is um, I think there's this whole um link that was shared on Breakfast Club about um, the whole. I think he must have said something in the vein of why he wouldn't cheat and his motivations yeah. be- behind it, which was very qu- questionable. Anyway, they weren't really out of a love or delight from his wife, more just mm. um. I don't want to be cool. I can't trust the person I'm cheating on, which is really sad. And I think yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sh- risky. I'm not sure how you guys feel, but I think I get a lot of impressions from my friends. Some of them are Christian. Some of them are not, but this kind of perceived accept- acceptance that married men cheat, like all men cheat, um, yeah. Christian or not Christian, which is really sad. Um, and it's almost either they've experienced it personally or they've got their parents or just this whole idea that, men cheat just accept it and just make sure that you're not embarrassed in the whole kind of hoopla behind it which is from a christian standpoint is just something that shouldn't even be unheard of really yeah yeah yeah. what about you izzy what are you thinking repeat the question (laughs) no i can't stand israel (laughs) this guy's scrolling through (laughs) web pages you know what it is you know what you're trying to prepare so we were just talking general thoughts when you didn't prepare (laughs) you're just talking general thoughts on on, and we can broaden it because obviously we there isn't much um (laughs) <laughs> there isn't much information in the whole Kevin Hart um, yeah. and I don't want to kind of begin to okay so what do you think to, so, to sort of redeem myself for those who are judging me right now um, <laughs> I was reading the article now just now no no so actually what I was trying to do was to get a specific point out of it okay because so, cause the article was talk, obviously yeah, bounced off of the Kevin Hart thing I went into his whole um, yeah yeah X, X number of points cheat. yeah and essentially it, it, it mentioned can all men cheat yes do they know um, because they, they, they're wired to get new and better things. Mm. Um, and obviously, as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, well, I'm trying, I'm trying to read it through a Christian worldview and I'm thinking to myself, okay, first of all, um, men have a falling nature. Mm-hmm. So men and women alike should approach both sexes with this idea that there's a propensity to move towards sin. Yeah. So we all have the capacity to um, yeah, cheat in that yeah, sense. I, yeah, I remember John Mac- um, not John Piper saying um, that he's you know um, he he's never considered himself beyond the sin of murder, which was a crazy thought because I'm like really murder, and it's like yeah, like you have the capacity to do man. crazy things. <laughs> yeah, and the moment you think you don't is when you begin to take the first step down that that yeah. road to actually doing it. Yeah. Um. So so I think when I think of the Kevin Hart situation, I think okay. Clearly, you had this propensity, but I think the main issue for me, what, what I saw in the, in looking at the situation, is here's a man, and I and I and I'm going to make him represent other men more broadly. Mm-hmm. 
who approaches issues like sex and attraction very casually. Mm. Um, and I and I mean, I'm thinking of his comedy shows for one. I'm thinking of just just also his social media presence pre all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's very much like loose and casual with it. Um, and when that's happening, everyone's pretty cool with it. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, he saw that girl and he he, he had a had a feeling for it and just moved on or whatever. Yeah. But when he f- actually then goes ahead and acts on those feelings, all of a sudden people are like... Or when what was once funny becomes a reality. Exactly. Yeah. And I think to myself, this shows the problem with, I think, a very secular view of sexuality. Yeah. Um, mm. A very deep problem with it that it treats Preach it as on casual... Israel but undermines it, it treats it Preach as casual on. but then it still cannot do away with the deep hurt of sexual sin which mm. tells us that sexuality is more than just biological experience if it's just biological experience it shouldn't have such a profound effect on our psyche when you're hungry and you eat you don't feel like you have broken your inner self or something like that um but when you have a sexual drive even though you're married and you fulfill that drive it's a whole different ball game Mm. Um, but if you reduce sex to just hunger which i think a lot of the culture has done i probably think kevin hart has done in a sense um and whenever he needs it he feels he can just take it and yeah you do injustice Um, to a correct view of its sexuality and you're left with all the the pain the and, chaos and the that comes that after. Comes, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, I think I, I'm just going to hit it from a, from, from a slightly different view. For me, I think what it really exposed was just the, the pattern of sin within a person's life. So Kevin Hart, obviously he, as far from what we can see, he's cheated on his pregnant wife with, you know, with, with someone because she was, you know, attractive to the eyes, all that kind of stuff. But then, there was a art. There was not an article. There was a post put up by his wife, that essentially that he's by his current wife that essentially said, you know, um, one year to um, one year married, eight years together, or something like that. Um, <laughs> and he was she was celebrating happy anniversary. The problem is that he'd only he got divorced six years ago. So even though he's saying eight years together, even though she's saying eight years together, he was married for two of those, mm. two or two of those, the first two of the years. Do you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, like she, people can say all sorts of things. She was separate, we were separated or there, there was already issues and the home was already tumbling down. But you know, you went and delivered the, the, the notice period, you know, you would, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, like and essentially like, it's almost like live by the sword, die by the sword. You've, yes. you've entered into- I heard so many comments about that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. you've essentially- you you essentially entered into a man into a man's life and right. and etc and and entered into a man's home whilst he was really still married while you had no business doing it yeah and now another woman has gone and done the same you know yeah. you wanna you wanna you wanna slander the man in is it Proverbs seven who like obviously the scripture speaks about the man in Proverbs seven who 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 tries to play with fire as though he won't get burned and who, mm. who enters into the house of the woman and whatnot the the, the the um 
the, the house of the prostitute but when all is said and done you know it still takes two to tango essentially the woman you know there's a there's a there's a second element it's not just the man that's cheating there you know there's it's the heart of the woman who's willing to cheat with him as I well i think i heard someone say the way you get them is the way you keep them. yeah 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 i saw that as well i saw that in an article called you know <laughs> if you don't think kevin hart's a scumbag then read that let me break it down <laughs> you know and but it's mad Richard like, always reading the most wild it's mad. articles it's mad. no obviously we had to prep you know i don't read those things for cabbage for yeah. but um you know, me, I'm listening to Sinclair. <laughs> Sinclair <laughs> Ferguson. My but yeah, that's that's literally, do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's the kind of, it's just the pattern of sin. And I guess, you know, if a man's, you know, before a person, I, I say it when, we're, when I'm preaching, you know, before a man but goes out and steals, you know, he's already got the heart of theft and idolatry within him. Yeah. You know, before a man goes out and murders, as Christ said, he must hate his brother. You mm-hmm. know, there's all those kind of, you know, the heart of an adulterer, before you, before you go out and commit adultery, you're one who's, you know, you've desired it with your eyes and, and saw it was good for tasting and, and then and, and then went and pursued and acted on those desires even though you knew it was innately sinful. So Yeah. Um, I, I think that the thing I was talking to someone about this the yesterday about um of course um Hugh Hefner died and just the kind of implications that came yeah, from there. Yeah, yeah. And just um this the way um sexuality has just broken down in the last 30 to 40 years and now mm. and i think in our culture and we've spoken about this previously just the idea that cheating and being a fornicator and and, and being an adulterer is is normal um mm. and it's and it's almost the order of the day and there's no kind of shame and and thankfully when you watch the um the instagram post of kevin hart kind of admitting all these things you still see that as israel used to yeah. the reality and the shame and 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 still how even though we shy away from sin and we say that sin is is well cheating on your wife is just the order of the day there's still that kind of innate shame that comes from it and i think yeah. i'm always concerned that as christians um single or married that we don't actually begin to see cheating as, as normal we actually still hate it and we still think it's mm. really really despicable um and do you know one thing that's mad as well is that sometimes people think to themselves do you know what once you get married i'll no longer have all of these these yeah. lustful kind of thoughts i'll no longer yeah. struggle with x and y yeah. but to be honest you know what? if you're not putting those things to death before you're a christian or Definitely. before you marry do you know i mean like before you marry really then when you get married those thoughts those struggles are all still going to be there yeah you know what i mean yeah. and the only other thing the only thing that's changed is that you've decided to take someone else along for the ride do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's and that's problematic um, you know, Izzy's got the text out in front of him. You Proverbs know. six twenty seven: Can a man carry fire next to his chest, and his clothes not be burnt? Mm. Or yeah. can one walk on hot coals, and his feet not be scorched? So is he who goes into his neighbor's wife. None who touches her will go unpunished. That's a word to you, Kevin. <laughs> I'm so done. It's got, it's that's so a word wretched. to you, Kevin. That's not how I was going to end. After read that, he spoke to him like that that's his brother. But, but do you know what I mean? Like genuinely speaking, yeah, like yeah, it is yeah. a word to him. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and it's not just to him, but like you said, if you took Kevin Hart as an archetype for all men, like, and, and not just men, but for women, people who have the propensity to sin, yeah. that is, you know, that's a word for you. Like, yeah. literally, if you if you walk close to these things, if you entertain these things, and if you think to yourself, how close can I walk to the edge before I fall over? Do you know what I mean? Without necessarily falling off the cliff. Let me just tell you now, one wind will blow you over yeah. the edge. Do you know what I mean? And, and. The Lord, obviously, the Lord is preserving you, and but don't take that, don't take that lightly. You know, you've got to, you got to flee from sin. You know, yeah. um, that's that, that's how that's how Paul tells Timothy. You know, flee those youthful lusts. Yeah. Um. There's a. It's it's not just it's not good enough just to try and remain neutral towards them or, or whatever. You've got to all, literally be running in the opposite direction and putting to death the deeds of the flesh. I remember when I um first started like hearing the different um sort of approaches pastors and 
and theologians would take to to making sure they kept their fidelity to their wives i thought it was a bit extreme like i remember um mm. alistair Begg would say something like uh if if his wife or another elder couldn't follow him to an, a speaking event he wouldn't go he would cancel um if he if he was counseling a, a woman and she came or something she would he would leave straight away I yeah, 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 yeah. if his even, wife isn't with me yeah, like you know if my wife even, isn't with me then i'm not gonna counsel somebody alone in my church like i'm Vody, Vody was Vody Vody wow. was even talking one time and was like um you know a woman he went to, outside a, a woman, to, a woman was meant to he was meant to counsel one woman and then nobody else was in the church so he stood outside and he counseled her in the, outside and she must have thought he was crazy but he's like no we're counseling we're doing this she's, we're she doing must it have outside thought, in the public yeah. she was like brother yeah. it's cold yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll give you my coat <laughs> you know? i remember um andy stanley and stanley preached on this way and when the whole mike pence um thing yeah, happened about the yeah. billy graham rule and he would never eat alone or be alone with a woman apart from his wife um which is by the way saying that he can be with other people Mm. And as a as a vice president, he's usually always has security guards anyway. Yeah, but you know, Andy Stanley was saying, don't don't really pay attention to what the culture at large is saying in despising Mike Pence or the Billy Graham rulers, oppressive and so on, because the world will be there to scorn you when you put boundaries to protect your marriage. But the moment you break that covenant, they'll be the first one to stone to, you. Yeah, 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 and, exactly. and, and yeah. literally, I'm seeing the Kevin Hart thing because I'm thinking. You laugh the, cult, with him, the culture you know? never said, "Hey, Kevin, Those you're jokes. being a bit wild." You know, Those jokes you are might, too much. might want to slow yeah. down. This might lead to something. Mm. No one was. Everyone was laughing. Everyone was. You know, I, I saw. I saw him saying, "Ah, oh, yeah, what you think something could be happening?" Da, 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 da. Yeah, five hundred thousand likes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Da, yeah. da, da, da. And so, and the same people who are laughing are commenting saying, "I can't believe you, Kevin. You are trash." Yeah, we're tired Men of listening to your games. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Like yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, so what? Um, what kind of principles should married men have i was thinking the same when thing. i was thinking that, you know I was when i've also we could do it two ways we could do um when kind of trying to guard themselves from 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 sin or even um what principles do men have when they consider why they shouldn't cheat on their wives yeah, you um, know, even even like the whole thing in one, in one go like i've i've been reading um you know i started reading it properly today um, being a dad that leads by, oh. by oh, if anyone didn't know, Rich is about to have a yeah. A I'm about to have my first. I'm about to have my first daughter. Oh, um, you, so, you so I've been reading being a dad that leads by MacArthur. Um, and the book is already, you know, genuinely, the book has already been so astonishing. I would, I would recommend it to anyone who's going to become a father, anyone who just wants to become a husband. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like genuinely, even even if you want to become a wife, you know, just just take it and and read out, you know, about the kind of husband you should be pursuing. Genuinely, mm. but, um, I read that one. It was a, <laughs> it was a, it was quite wonderful and just and you know there was quotes by Spurgeon and X, Y, and Z, but they kept they got to Ephesians five twenty five, and I'm not trying to be funny. I've preached through that text. Hmm. I've heard sermons through that text. I've hmm. read books on that text. And, you know, but the way they're breaking it down here and, you know, obviously you get to that point where you sometimes obviously that prideful, that prideful state yeah. that starts to almost think I can't learn anything else about that text now. I kind yeah, of got everything yeah. about I can out of it. I've reaped all I can. You know, they're going to be saying the same things. But, you know, just the, the heavy burden that I feel hmm. in terms of just, you know, how selfless that love really looks My and goodness. what the um, what a man should be aspiring towards and how a man is really smug and 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 and, and silly if he ever thinks he's got there yeah just like just how a man should be pursuing uh to love a woman not because of anything in and of her not because of anything in and of herself but because of do you know i mean just like christ didn't love us because we brought any value to him uh or because of anything he could give us and that's essentially what's happening in adultery you know a man mm. is pursuing after a woman because of the 
the attraction that he feels that it would be nice for mm. him to have or it would be because she she brings something to the table that his wife doesn't bring to him or because she do you know what I mean she she has something to offer to him it's all selfish and it's all very you know self-centered and what can she do for me that my wife can't do for me what can she give me my wife can't give me you know what do you know what I mean something about what she can ultimately give me when really love is meant to be you know the other way around it's not yeah. like secular culture says that love is um, essentially what something that happens to us we're swept off our feet or you know it comes today goes tomorrow you know um i used to love you sometimes i love you sometimes oh. i don't what you know are what you singing what that, are you singing I keep what? On falling in and out. No, that kind of stuff like it's, it's mad like you know blackberry acquire in here hey don't know. <laughs> check the album but yeah so like and sometimes like they think of like love is something that can happen to them that they can yeah. fall in and out of you know all that kind of stuff and it's love is done to them when really my, my hands just went from someone yeah. else to me yeah but really love is done from you to someone else my hands yeah. are pointing from me to you you know it's a it's it's and when you recognize that love really says not how much can i take and how much can i receive but how much can i give yeah then you automatically change your view completely and mm -hmm. really christ has given himself which is the ultimate price for useless sinners um unworthy sinners um, so that they might be washed, redeemed, restored and forgiven. And that's how and that's essentially what a husband should be striving to do for his wife, you know, to encourage her in holiness and righteousness so mm. that she can best serve the Lord. Hmm. My day. <laughs> like I said, my sorry, day. Sorry, that was 7101. That literally was, that literally, you should write an article for blackberry.com. That's a plug. An organ, please. And just be like, and just like have that okay you know what, okay. what as Nina a ableton please donate for us is there anything to add i you know oh man there's um i'm just gonna reference more features here to be honest mm. so i'm thinking like 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 richard said with with john MacArthur. i'm thinking of alistair Begg. i'm thinking of john piper spurgeon um, has some wonderful stuff on this as well by the yeah, way yeah, oh yeah. gosh um tim keller Rudy Barkham, like Richard mentioned, have all given tips in terms of how to of how to guard yourself. But it really comes down to being very, very and from at this point I'm drawing specifically from John um from Tim Keller, being very, very, very acutely, constantly aware of your heart. Mm -hmm. I think mm. the very beginning of um of any downward spiral is an assumption of okay, I think I've got my heart together now. It's the, it's the idea that, oh, I do know how far I can go and now I understand myself. Um, but if we take Jeremiah, is it Jeremiah 9? Jeremiah 9. 19. Are you looking for, what text is it? Um, who can understand the, the, the heart? <laughs> I'm quite sure it's 17, 9 the, or the, so. The 17, what, the, the, yes. Yeah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 17, 9. That's it. You emphasize the nine, boy. That's where that's where the nine came from in my head. Okay, okay, guys. Yeah. Um, no one's judging yeah, you, bro. Like, you can, <laughs> like, you can understand the heart, and so part of part of of bound boundary formation is this constant heart check, not just with yourself, but you and your spouse. Or I mean, if you're not if you're not married, this is you and yourself, and also an accountability. Um, so. A married man or a married woman is being accountable to their spouse and accountable to a group outside their marriage. And if you're single, you're being accountable to a group outside of you because you realize you can't understand your heart. So accountability isn't just, 
oh, I need people to tell me what to do because I can't manage myself. Accountability is saying my heart has the potential to lead me in ways that I can't even begin to see. So I need to be willing to submit mm. to other people where I think they're wrong because, you know, how can you Proverbs, be clicking? Proverbs, Proverbs basically says in the in the midst of counselors there is wisdom, wisdom and safety. And yeah, so I'm trying to find someone needs to act Kevin Hart with this man, <laughs> and, and every other and person every other in the world, and sister in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. One last thing. Oh, I just remember this. Like. This is why I, sung, I, I love my, my Pentecostal brothers and sisters at times. Mm. I love them too. I have to too. shout out to RCCG for this one. Yeah. Listen, okay. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> Essentially, um, I remember growing up in church, the one illustration I would never forget uh, my pastor in the church that I grew up in would always use was no one builds um, a fortress in the middle of a war. You always build it before a war. Yeah. So, so he, was, he was literally like, listen, you know when right you deep now, it before he even explains right, it. I know. <laughs> right Finally, now you feel that was, like that was actually a bit sweet. You feel like you got it together. He's like, that's good. Now is the time to 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 set those roadblocks mm. and to build your fortress because when the battle comes, you won't have time to be lifting those stones mm. and to be yeah. placing them and to be trying to to get everything together. You have to do it while you while things are at quote peace. Mm. Um, and I think that's so important. That's when you need to fortify. Yeah, yeah. and literally, and and that's why when you know. Someone says, oh, do I, but I don't really, you know, someone, someone might be listening and thinking, I don't really need to, you know, do all this stuff. I'm, I've been good for the past two weeks. Now is the time. Like, don't yeah. be blind because Kevin Hart at one point, at one point thought he had it together. And now he's the topic of our podcast. Mm. Like, things yeah. can change quickly. And, and, and I'm not trying to be funny. Yo, flip it. Mary, what do you think about, like, the, <laughs> what do you think about, like, okay. what do you think about the, like, so obviously we've spoken about Kevin Hart comedy okay and how he's spoken about these things frivolously etc and how that's been crazy because now when it's a reality people have not really clocked i've not really clocked the game plan do you know what i mean how how this was it was a mess from the beginning yeah but they're only just clocking on now what do you think about music when similar things happen what do you mean what do you mean like, so when so you know music that kind of suggests um fornication is the way you know i stole your girl and it's you know but take me back, you know, that kind of thing, like all that, all, yeah. all those kind of, all, all those, or, you know, or I, or, or I was with your best friend, da, 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 like all these different kind of songs, mm. you know what I mean? Those like, songs that say, he can't treat you like I can, so you better leave him and come yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, <laughs> that's a discussion for another day. There's, 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 there's actually tons. Of like, songs. I've, there's actually songs I just listened to like recently, I heard playing when I was in, not that I went out and played it, but I, I heard No one's playing. judging you, bro. No, my heart is my heart is my heart is my conscience deceitful. is clean oh. my heart is deceitful <laughs> my heart is deceitful but my conscience is clean and my heart by the way I've been given a redeemed heart thank you anyway, the heart of flesh that was but good. now listen how do you what do you think about is the dangers or or you know or do you think it's profit or do you think it's, it's not neutral when it comes to listening to music that potentially offers a worldview that do you know what I mean that suggests that's that's the thing because I feel like every this total truth book that I'm reading that you mm. is recommended that hasn't mm. even read I'm gonna Bang. come for you um but it, the whole idea of everything has a as a world for you there's mm. not there's there's few things if 
nothing that has that's neutral um so even when you listen to these songs and you and and it's weird because i listen to debunks the n-word the n-word right there actually you know we never said the n-word was neutral though did we but no kitchen, we didn't say that i said kitchen was anyway I, I, uh, let me can i get to these <laughs> anyway. okay. um but yeah so when you listen to the, to these to these songs and you think oh i'm not even i remember listening to songs when i was in secondary school mm. and when i listen to them now i'm like wow that worldview it had to just desensitize sin to make sin normal to make it and, I, and that's the thing i keep um, banging on about but when sin becomes normal when we actually do them there's no that that fear that we should have the fear of the lord that 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 healthy fear of oh i'm not i'm not being holy i'm not um my personal holiness is being impacted mm. we lose that sense mm. um thankfully as a believer we don't lose it completely but it's, i think that's why when i listen to music and I, when i when i get what it's trying to suggest and i know it's not biblical i try to shy away from it and, mm. and almost turn it off because as israel said the heart is deceitful we we one day will we may hate it initially the first time we listen to it the second time we listen to it we, we may even be drawn a, to it the first time you listen to it it's a vibe and of it's course and that's, that's the, the thing the music and every time you know you're actually listening enjoying and consuming something that is that is disastrous mm, and then you're imbibing it and then it's normal to you and then you're indulging in it and then you've sinned and you know you just got to be you just got to be so careful it's crazy because like the scriptures can when the scriptures talks about the most destructive individuals in the church potentially those who enter the church false teachers and second peter 2 you know it literally says that they secretly bring in destructive heresies yeah you know the whole point you know you read uh second corinthians as well it talks about the fact that they disguise themselves as angels of light you know Mm. um when really they're ministers of the devil do you know what i mean and all of a sudden and the ministers of darkness and all of a sudden you know that you realize even matthew 24 24 again that they they would deceive if possible even the elect with these fake signs with these signs one as a miracles like constantly the devil's game plan is not to come to you with a red pitchfork is to come to you with do you know what i mean the something that seems appealing and you know i'm not gonna lie for 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 people like myself that appeal is often found in like the deepest bass drum do you know what i mean like 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 or something or something or some smooth vibe or something yeah real soul track do you know what i mean or some serious grime um so, so oh, like wow. do you know what i mean like these various kind of things can be the 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 avenues and the means that the devil uses um, or comedy yeah you know or comedy yeah. or, or, or funny Awfully. jokes do you yeah. know what I mean? and that might be the means or the avenue that the devil uses in order to try and lead us away from the lord um the way that's most enticing essentially mm. so yeah we we good yeah yeah we think we good i think i think episode one of season two is done fire <laughs> fire for them that's and that's for a sure. redeemed fire <laughs> but thank you so much for listening guys uh blackberry.com blackberry on all our social media platforms please sign up to the mailing list yes, follow yes, us on twitter yes. follow hey, us on facebook share the contesting and also um tweet mm. us your thoughts we really want to get more feedback we really want to get more of your opinions like what do you actually think um about the kevin hart matter about saying the n-word the use of the n-words please tweet us your thoughts we really want to hear it mm. um but yeah this is um episode one season two this is mary this is Israel. And this is Richard. This is Blackberry. Blackberry. Take Yo. care. Peace. Hi, this is Israel from Blackberry. I just want to take a few seconds of your time to apologize um, for what I said in the podcast. It's with deep regret that I say to you that I cannot believe I said the word kitchen is neutral. By no means is the word kitchen neutral. All language conveys a worldview because all language conveys meaning. Meaning has symbolism is attached to an outlook on the world kitchen is not neutral um and no word 
that we use should be viewed as neutral. That means Richard was right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>